Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life. Hello, my name is Joe Martin. I'm pastor at First Baptist Church in Toledo, Washington. And thanks for taking a few moments to to watch and maybe even share this video as you go along. You know, we as followers of Jesus are called to live people, live as people who will give an account for our lives. Now, most people... Um, don't like the idea of accountability or even judgment, but they really demand it. In other words, when we see things that aren't done right or think people that are that treat other people unjustly, we think, "How come that doesn't get dealt with?" <laughs> it's kind of um, it's kind of just the way we're put together that we have this internal desire to see things made right. And Jesus said that you and I, even as his followers, we will give an account for our lives. Um, we'll give an account for our works at the Bema Seat Judgment, at the award ceremony of the Christian life. In 2 Corinthians 5, 9, he says, For we have this as our ambition, that whether absent, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. In other words, to be home, to be uh, absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. But he says, either way, we have as our desire to live a life that's pleasing to him. We want to do that. And he says, here's one of the reasons why, 2 Corinthians 5.10, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds of the body according to what he has done whether good or bad, there's going to be an accounting. There's going to be a recognition of what was good or bad in our lives. And we will give an account for our words. Now, it's hard to know exactly how this will be um, carried out. Um, but Jesus says in Matthew twelve thirty five, the good man out of his good treasure will, will bring what is good, and the evil man out of the evil man will bring out of the of his evil treasure what is evil but i tell you verse 36 but i tell you every careless word that people speak they shall give an accounting for in the day of judgment for by your words you'll be justified and by your words you will be condemned this is a huge issue for us and though we talk a lot and we long to experience God's presence in this present time and this present life in this world. Let's be honest. In, what, in some sense, we live in the absence of God's known and felt presence. Now, we know that God is everywhere present and eminence is there and all that he's made, but let's be 
super honest with each other, we often live in the absence of God's known and felt presence. Sometimes we, it's hard to feel what's going on or to see what's going on or to see God's hand in the middle of it all. And this is a repeated theme in the Bible about the the um, man that went away and was going to come back or the king that went away and one day was going to come back and there'll be an accounting. As a matter of fact, uh, what we're talking about on Sunday, Luke 12.45, he talks about the tendency among humans, among people, when there is the sense that the master is gone, he's away. But if that slave says in his heart, my master will be a long time in coming, and he begins to beat the slaves, both men and women, and to eat and drink, and to get drunk, the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at that hour he does not know He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. Now, Jesus was simply making an analogy in a cultural setting that they understood. He was also making a clear, a clear recognition that of how humans are. When we think that there's not going to be any accountability, we drift. We can get lazy. We can get selfish. We can forget what we were told to do. We can become abusive and power-hungry for ourselves. You know, there are many people who say Christ is coming back soon, but act like he'll never return. And sometimes I see people with such preoccupations about the second coming or eschatology, they get completely focused on about the return date without a life to reflect faithfulness and love. And when I think about folks like that, my experience down through decades in ministry is these aren't serious people. And they aren't people that you ought to take serious, whether they're on TV or whether they're in your own congregation. They're what I call religious hobbyists. They really like these fringe issues. But when it comes to their real day-to-day life of love for God, it's not really happening. When you see this preoccupation without a life of faithfulness, don't listen to them. Don't follow them. Don't take take them serious. Because you know what Jesus said about the second coming? He said, occupy until I come. Stay busy until I come. How you live in your master's absence is the real test. Not when you're in the, um, you know, in it religious um, fervor, an ecstatic moment. It's when things are in the doldrum sometimes it's the true test. When you can't feel them, do you remain at your post? When you can't feel them, do you remain faithful? When you don't sense his presence, do you serve his household anyway, giving them what they've giving them what they they have coming to them when they need it. When it's hard and not fun to serve or live for him, do you join the mass of church attenders who have traded service for serve us? That is the big question. This Sunday, um, I will talk about being prepared. 
you living a fully ready life to be really ready no matter what God brings into your life. I hope you will be there this Sunday. I hope that you come. You know, I keep waiting. Um, we've been getting pretty full and I've been waiting uh, for all of you to come on one Sunday <laughs> just to see what that's like again. So maybe this will be the Sunday you say, you know, I was going to take my week off or take a week off. but And I know it's a holiday and there's things going on, but I'd really like to see you. We want to, not because it's just easy or convenient, but let's be ready, occupying until he comes. Can't wait to see you then.